So we are in our fourth week of hearing about bread. How are y'all doing? We've heard a lot about this bread of life and how Jesus is this bread, and today it gets very real. Today all the cards are put out on the table because Jesus is talking about his flesh and blood and almost sounds a little bit more cannibalistic than Christian right now, eating this flesh and blood. But I'm gonna go back just one big step. And you see, Jesus was sitting there with this crowd, with these folks that had been following him, and they're asking him and they're debating and they're going back and forth about this bread because you know, one, they're hungry, two, they're thirsty, and they're longing for what their ancestors had. They're longing for that hole in their life to be filled. And so they're going back and forth, back and forth, and Jesus gives them this very just eat my flesh and drink my blood, and he goes on and on, and they don't quite understand it. And I think if we were sitting amongst that crowd with those friends, we too would not quite understand it. And we'd say, uh, Jesus, just can you give us some bread and water? Can you just really give us what we need? Because we have all these things on our checklist, all these things that we are dealing with. And what you're talking about is kind of esoteric. It's kind of out there. It's kind of beyond my imagination or understanding, completely over my head. I just want something simple right in front of me. But Jesus isn't always simple or right in front of us, right? And so he goes on and he tells them, if you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will live forever. You will have life eternal, that you will be, we will be one with another. And so I think about that. I think about that a little bit and that when we have this connection, that it isn't, it's, you can't separate it. It is like baptism. When we are baptized, we are brought into the body of Christ. We are made brother and sister. We are adopted by God, and we are forever his. That cross that is made on our forehead with chrism, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. You can't remove that. You can't wash that away. And so when we come to this table with our hands stretched out and they are filled and we eat and we drink, we too are then connected with the Christ. That can't be forever changed. Can't be taken out of us. We're together. So Jesus is talking about this. He's talking about my flesh, my blood. And he gives his flesh on the cross and the blood pours out of his hands and his feet and his side. All for us. He does not know us, but he loves us. He does not know us, but he gives his life for us. He does not know us, and yet we call out his name. There's a story, and I'm sure it has happened in millions of churches, of a child sitting in the pew, listening to the priest as the prayer for the blessing of the bread is happening, the Eucharistic prayer. And the child is intently listening, 
and all of a sudden realizes what they hear. Take, eat, this is my body. Take, eat, this is my blood. And the child shouts out, ooh, yuck. Ooh, yuck, body and blood. Well, of course, you would imagine her parents, his parents, oh my goodness, shh. People in the congregation looking snarls. How can that one child be in church, right? Two, can't they keep that child quiet? Three, they just said this terrible stuff about our Lord and Savior and we're receiving communion. Yes, what Jesus is talking about, body and blood, flesh and blood, eating it and drinking it, is kind of yuck. But you know, every once in a while, we need that shake. We need that shake in our lives to remind us what we're doing. Because I think it's really easy for us to walk down, kneel, and put our hands out. We do it week in and week out, and our bodies just know. It just happens because we're a part, this place is a part of us, we are a part of it. So we just do it. But if we hear that, ugh, yuck, kind of get shaken. We kind of get reminded that Jesus gave his life for us. And when we go to that altar rail, we are being reminded of that, and we are being reminded that we are one with another when this action happens. And you're saying, yes, Jesus, I am here with you. You be with me. Abide in me, and I abide in you. This is a really deep, and profound gospel. And it's not always easy to pull it together and to understand what Jesus is asking of us. But maybe it's just that it's, ugh, yuck. Maybe it's just that moment of realization, of clarity, of understanding, of being open to Christ's presence here, now, with us, so that as we move through these doors and out into the world, we know that he is with us. He will always be with us. That will never change. So as you make your way down the aisle and to the rail, how are you going to be open how are you going to receive the body and blood of Christ? How are you going to be the body and blood of Christ, broken and poured out for the life of the world as you walk through those doors and into the rest of your day? Those are things to think about, things that we need to do, more so not just on Sunday, but every day. Because this bread and this wine, they stay with you the whole week until the next time you come to church. Thankfully, a lot of you come every Sunday. And if you don't come every Sunday, then it's still with you to the next time you come. 
for God is with us. Thanks be to God. Amen.